Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is. Christ our Lord. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host once again, Pastor Denise, and I'm here with another devotional for this week. We are going to talk about knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Before we begin, we're going to begin with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth, Father. We pray that in these times in which we find ourselves living, that we will walk in the knowledge of truth where the power is resting in Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, help our eyes, open our ears, open our eyes, and help us to see the truth that's only lying in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Again, I'm your host, Pastor Denise, founder of Hope in Christ Ministries. And remember, at Hope in Christ, we are healthy overcomers' purpose, and we maintain an eternal perspective in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Um, And so we're going to begin today with talking about knowledge is power. So we've heard that phrase so many, many, many times before, that knowledge is power. We've heard people teach it. We've heard people talk about it, and they're talking about just general knowledge, knowledge of of math and science and social studies and, and, and history and all those different things. But the Word of God declares that not true knowledge is power, the knowledge of Jesus Christ, and we're going to talk about that today, along with um, the setting of what Apostle Paul was talking about in Second Timothy. So we're going to read a little bit of Second Timothy, and it's in chapter three, and it's verses one through um, one through seven. We're going to talk about who he was addressing. He was addressing first of all, and, and this is part of our biblical literacy here at Hope in Christ. He's addressing um, Timothy, and he's telling him about. Um, to maintain the truth of what he has been trained and what he's been taught and do not go in the way of false teachers. And so that's what he's talking about here. So in Chapter 3, he begins with, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors of head and headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And for such people, turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into the households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Amen. Amen. So we immediately assume he's referring to 
all people, which he is. It, it refers to all of us. But his main people that he's trying to address Timothy about are those who have crept in teaching a false doctrine, teaching things that are not of God. And so as I was studying this particular scripture, I came to notate, of course, all of the things of what the perilous times would look like. And we'll talk about those in a later episode. Um, we can see it mapped out here, what perilous times will look like. And just a side note, we see that we're in perilous times, and we're in 2019 right now, and we're in those perilous times because everything that was stated has gotten progressively worse. And so, but we want to park at the scripture that says, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people turn away. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. So having a form of godliness but denying its power. And then people turn away and we talk about a form of godliness when we break down and we look it up and we really pay attention to a form of godliness, it means retaining the outer form of religion, retaining the outer form of religion, so a form of godliness. You look godly. We look godly. Those people that are teaching falsely are looking godly but denying the power of Christ to redeem their lives, to transform their lives. And so that's what they're talking about here. Loaded down with sins and led away by various lusts, always learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Now, we're going to talk about that. Always learning, but never coming to the knowledge of truth and denying the power that can save souls. And so if I'm learning, when I read that part, I was baffled because I'm a, I'm a teacher. And so I began to look up what does it mean to learn and then the difference between learn and knowledge. Because the word says always learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So it says these people that do these things, these people that walk in a form of godliness, these people that are in all the things that were listed there, these people that were lovers of themselves, lovers of money, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, all the things, everything that was listed, they are always learning. They're drawing other people away as well and always learning those people learning but they're never coming to the knowledge of the truth so that's where we're going to park today and that's where the topic comes from knowledge is power knowledge is power again we hear the topic we hear people say when you gain knowledge you have power in education we say you know education when you get your education nobody can take it away from you we hear that all the time but that's talking about just general education, math, writing, science, social studies, reading, comprehension. When you get that, nobody can take it away because you've gained knowledge. You've gained knowledge. You've learned so that you can gain knowledge. But the word of God is saying here that there's a different kind of knowledge 
that we must gain. And the knowledge that they're talking about in the scripture, because, it, again, he was addressing Timothy to keep, help Timothy understand, stay on course. Stay on what I have taught you and I've trained you in the knowledge of the truth. You've come to that, and don't let anybody sway you and keep the people focused so that they know that they must come to that knowledge and remain in the power of that knowledge. Amen? And so, the, again, knowledge here in the word means recognition, full discernment of things ethical and divine, the true knowledge of Christ's nature, benefits, of Christ's nature, which has illuminated the soul of the one true God. Let me read that again. So knowledge in the word is the recognition, the full discernment of things ethical and divine, the true knowledge of Christ's nature, benefits which has illuminated the soul of man of the one true God. So the word is saying that they are always learning, those that are walking in a form of godliness, those that are not walking according to God's will and his way. They're always learning. They're led astray by various lusts. And I know it, it, it zoomed in on certain women there in the culture, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Because the definition of learning here is to hear, to be informed by use, by practice, to become accustomed to. So to be accustomed to something, to hear about it, to be informed about it, about the use and the practice of it. I want you to listen carefully about the use and the practice of it. So you hear about education. You hear about it in, in the classroom. We hear, we can teach and teach and teach and sometimes kids never come to the full knowledge of why education is important. So when I really look at this, that's exactly what I come to. I come to an understanding that I can learn a thing. I can learn about a thing. I can be accustomed to something and I can just robotically follow it but never know why. Never come to the understanding of the why behind what I've learned, what I've been taught, what I know about. That's the difference between the two. So when I look at those two definitions, immediately I come to the understanding of two different things, religion that is formed by man and a relationship that was formed by God in Christ Jesus. Let me say that one more time. Religion that was formed by man and relationship that was formed by God in Christ Jesus. So to become, to come in a relationship with Christ versus just practicing, being accustomed to, being informed about the Bible, being informed about religious practices. We go to church. We just go to church and we just do. Or we go and practice a religion. People practice religion every single day, every day. But the word is declaring 
that if you never come to the knowledge of the truth about Christ's nature, the benefits of Christ, the true knowledge of Christ, which has illuminated the soul of mankind, the one true and living God, the Bible declares that we are like, we're just, we're just flying away with the wind because we haven't come to that knowledge. A couple other scriptures that we're going to talk about, Romans 10 and 2. And, and some of you may be familiar with Romans 10 and 2, and it says, For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. They have a zeal for God, but not according to, according to knowledge. Ignorant of God's righteousness. That was in, that's in verse 3. And also it says, because they are seeking to establish their own righteousness. They have not submitted to the righteousness of God. So again, in Romans 10 and 2 in verse 3, they're talking about just simply practicing religion. Just simply practicing religion because when we just practice religion, there's no conviction. There's no fear and admiration of God. We just go about doing stuff. There's a, there's a question about the word. Well, maybe God was talking about so-and-so back then. God was just talking to them, but the word declares that God is eternal. The word declares that he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That's what the word declares about God. And so practicing religion or just learning about God, which is practicing religion, we never come into the knowledge of the truth about God. We never come because we stop to we don't we never stop to recognize that God is the only redeemer. Because in verse three of Romans ten it says, seeking to establish their own righteousness. I'm a good person, so why God gonna send me to hell? I've heard it thousands of times. Well, God is a dictator, I've heard it thousands of times. When the truth of the matter is, if God was a dictator, none of us would be allowed or able to sin. That's the truth. Or we would die standing in the, where we stood. So we have to get to the knowledge because that's where the power is. The power of Christ can't rule and reign in our lives until we submit to the knowledge, till we come out of learning and understand why. Understand the divine nature, the true nature of Jesus Christ. Another example of just a general example that we think of, when I'm in preschool or I'm in kindergarten or whatever the grades are, because I teach upper level, but in the lower grades, they could be learning A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm informed. Those are the alphabet. I'm accustomed to the alphabet. I'm accustomed to singing them. I, I'm practicing my alphabet. I heard about it, but I don't recognize the full reason why I need to learn my alphabet. So that, that can be an issue in education because then you can't bring it all together to come to an understanding that it all works together, as the word says, and, and I'm 
as a word may say in the context of scripture, all of it works together for my good, is talking about things that we go through. But in education, the ABCs, then I learn how to blend my words. Then I learn how to uh, form sentences. Then I learn how to read paragraphs. Then I learn how to comprehend. Then I learn how to then take a bunch of information and, and learn and, and um, come up with knowledge. I discern about things. I come to an understanding of things in life because now I understand why the ABCs were important. Why the ABCs and one, two, threes were important. How can I apply it to my life? And so in the Word of God, I can keep sitting in a church and hearing about the Word. I can keep practicing religion every single day. Religion, what is it? Well, I can hear that God is holy, and somebody who has created their own doctrine says, your dress got to go all the way to the floor. Because God is holy. And women, you got to keep your dress all the way to the floor. But who says that the woman that has her dress all the way to the floor and she's still going and she's having an affair on her husband, that's still not of God. Why? Because that's religion and not relationship. We have to come to the power of the knowledge of Christ. We have to because then I understand because I love Jesus. And because I know that he's called me to holiness and he's called me not to lust and he called other people not to lust after me, I know that I don't have to necessarily have my dress all the way to the floor, but I must come in a way that represents Jesus. And it's not because religion told me to do it. It's because of the reverence and the honor that I have for him. That's when we come to the knowledge of the truth. When we come to the knowledge of the truth and understand that without Christ, all of us perish. All of us perish. Without Christ, we cannot come out of sin. We perish in our sins without Jesus. That's when we come to the knowledge. Learning is, oh, well, I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I heard about him. My mama told me about him. My grandmother told me about Jesus. Everybody, all these people, they told me about Jesus. And then I may practice. I may go to church, too. But nothing in my life changes. Nothing in my life changes, so I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. And I know he was talking, addressing those that were teaching, that were teaching false doctrine. But we're sitting under people that are teaching. They have their only have a form of godliness. They're denying the power of Christ. They have the program. They have the program set. The kids have a ball in church. They have the program set, but deny the power of Jesus Christ. What's the definition again of a form of godliness? The form of godliness is retaining the outer appearance of religion. Lifting our hands, lifting our hands in the worship team or on the worship team, we're standing at the door. Everybody is doing church form of religion. We have the outer appearance of what religion looks like. But when, the, when, when it's all said and done, the Holy Spirit is not dwelling. Why? Because of the sin that dwells there. Because we haven't come to the knowledge of the truth. We haven't surrendered 
to what we know about Jesus. We haven't surrendered. Praise and worship, you can lift your hands all we want to. But if we are lifting our hands and we're, we're sinning and we're living according to our ways and the, the, as the, the other part of the scripture says, uh, having a form of godliness, the other part of the scripture says, man will be in lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. Lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. I want to live how I want to live, but I'll come here on Sunday and I'll lift my hands. Praise the Lord, but on the rest of the week, I'm not. I'm doing what I want to do. What the Word says, and we take and we twist the Scriptures to meet our needs. Why? Because we love ourselves more. We love the desire of what we want to do. We boast in our own ways according to the word. And I'm talking about myself because I had to look at myself when I was reading this scripture. Am I walking in the knowledge of Christ? Have I allowed Christ to redeem and restore and deliver me from myself, from evil, from wickedness? Because the Bible says that they will be unholy. And when we look at the scripture, people make it difficult, but the word unholy means not holy. And we know that the opposite of holiness is unrighteousness. The opposite of holiness is wickedness. Are we operating according to the word of God or according to the flesh? Yes, the word also declares that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But are we, have we come to the knowledge of the power of Jesus to set us free? Because until we do, until we come into the knowledge of the full deity, the true knowledge of Christ's nature, the living God, the Elohim, the Yahweh of Scripture, until we come into the knowledge. That's what Apostle Paul came into the knowledge of. That's who, what Apostle Peter came into the knowledge of. That's who Moses came into the knowledge of. He understood. They understood that there's a power in God. To He's the creator of my soul, and he can redeem, he can restore, he can deliver me from everything that's not of him. Because the original, we go back in Genesis, God created us to worship him. God created us in his image. What's his image? We know his image. His image is holy. His image is righteous. His image is love. We know what his image is because we know who God, his word in Old Testament tells us that he alone is the living God. He alone is holy, that no sin can dwell in his presence according to the word. Why? Because it is burned up by the power and the holiness of Jesus Christ. The fire of God must come on the inside of us, and we come into the knowledge of who he is, come out of learning, and come into the full knowledge so that we can walk thereof. If we're listening, those of us that are listening, that is true knowledge. That's the power of knowledge. I can have the knowledge about reading a text all day long, but if it's not the word of God, that that knowledge is not powerful. I may understand some things that nobody can teach, that when people during slavery time, they tried to stop the knowledge so that people will gain knowledge and understand, wait a minute, I, I have right, I'm a human, I can, do, I can do the same thing as anybody else. So they try to take knowledge from them, but real knowledge, the knowledge that will set our souls free, 
is the knowledge about the deity of Jesus Christ. And that's what he's talking about. He's saying people are doing church. They, they're going around teaching. They're teaching. They're teaching. They're teaching them to be religious. Pharisees and Sadducees, the, um, they, they, they taught them how to be religious. But Jesus called them on it because Jesus said, I come to make relationship with you. I come to set the captives free. I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus said, I come. And he, he called them on it because he knew that you're teaching them to be an outer appearance of religion, but you're denying the power of God that's standing in front of you that can set your soul free. And so we have to do the same thing. How are we any better in the world today from the Pharisees if we don't change the religious look? We look religious, yet in certain, certain, um, under certain denominations, under certain churches or religions, children are being molested. Yet people are committing adultery and they're standing in the pulpit and teaching the word of God. We have a form of godliness and denying the power because if we did not deny the power, the power of God would fall on us so fresh and so new when we walk in the church building or in our homes or in our cars that we would surrender to the burning of the sin. Get it, God, get it out of me that I may worship you in spirit and in truth according to your word. That's true now. That's true knowledge, the knowledge of Christ's nature, the true knowledge of the deity coming into full discernment of the things that are divine, the things that are ethical and divine. That's what the word calls knowledge. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power that we must adhere to. Otherwise, we're like the false teachers. We're like the false prophets. We're like those that follow the false teachers and the false prophets and deny the power of Christ. We have to begin to pray and say, God, search me. As the word says, search me, O Lord. Am I following What's false? How will I know? Because i got to read the word in order to understand. The word says study to show thyself approved. Study, that means more than just read something. Dig deeper. Get the understanding of it. Study to show thyself. Who is thyself mean? Approved. Approved to who? God. I shouldn't read the Bible for nobody else but knowing who Jesus is, coming to the knowledge of God, coming into the knowledge of Elohim, the true and the living one, the existing one, the self-eternal God. That's what I should be reading the Bible for. Rightly dividing the word of truth. This word is sacred. We cannot take it out of context. We cannot have the wrong heart and teach it because we won't, We lust after something that we want and we desire to um, get it, so we teach falsely. That's what the Word is telling us. That's what the Word is telling us. So we have to get to the knowledge. And when we get to knowledge, we get to power. Amen.
Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, oh God, that you, hallelujah, 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 you, Father, mm, hallelujah, you are triune and you reveal yourself in the personage of Christ. The word declares that, oh, hallelujah, that you are the glory, the glory, hallelujah, you are the glory, yes, God. Of you are the glory of God. And so we pray for those that are listening that we come into the full knowledge of who Jesus is. Who Jesus is. Not who the leaders of the church that don't follow Christ, the the the, the famous and the and the rich and all no. Who is the one that can redeem my soul? Who's the one that because of my revelation of who he is, my soul is illuminated. My soul is illuminated and changed and transformed and walk according to your will. Father, I thank you and I praise you for your word, for your word is true. And we give you glory and honor and do praise in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you all for listening to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Join us um, Monday nights every other week where we will be doing a Zoom um, Bible journaling course. Join us, women. Um, I am teaching and we're doing um, strategies of studying the Word using my new journal, Is This English Class or Bible Study? It's great strategies of just digging deeper into the Word and great fellowship. So join us. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook. You can reach out to me through our email at denise at hope-in-christ.com. That's denise at hope-in-christ.com. And reach out to me to um, find out more about it. Thank you for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Continue to the hope that there is only one hope, and that's in Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>